T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right. Now, well, actually, that's a great Joe. Uh, Brian Mazarowski, Joe Beamer. We're, we're, we should talk about that maybe as we get a little closer a month from now. Picking your spots. Yes. Uh, <laughs> to uh, maintain, uh, you know, everything. I, I did that last night. I, I had that. I picked my spot last night. Um, I was going to go to a show last night. Said, no, I'm just going to let it rest, yeah. hang out. Went shopping for groceries with my wife instead. And I'm banking that time for next month. Very nice. Very <laughs> like nice. That's, you know, it's like you pick your spots. Don't get too greedy. Yeah. Um, I think that's a... That'll be on the top of my mind next month. Okay, that's something I want to talk about yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's going on. But anyways, we're back together. Brian Mazeroski, yes. Joe Beamer, for the first time this week. Happy to be here with you for the next hour or so. Um, Joe, before we uh, dive into it, I do want to bring up. I just thought this was funny uh, because it, you, you can't. I, I like when people stay consistent and don't try and have it both ways. That's not what they're uh, doing. The investigative post when it comes to this Bill Stadium, uh, their latest report on the Bills Stadium about how it won't be L-E-E-D certified. Oh. L-E-E-D, if you're wondering what that is. Yeah, did you break that down? That's the Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, oh. the uh, globally used accreditation program from the U.S. Green Building Council that helps builders reduce their building's impact on the environment via the energy they consume and how they operate. The new stadium for the Bills won't be um, L-E-E-D certified. The investigative uh, post writing the Bill Stadium to be a paler shade of green. Erie County Executive Mark Polencar cites dubious cost estimates to justify not building to a high standard is what they write. Now, I, I just want to say I, I like consistency. I would like uh, everyone wants to have it both ways, but if you're saying for months and months and months that you shouldn't spend any money on a new stadium and now complain that you're not spending enough. <laughs> it, do, it just like, I don't know. I'm, when you look at it all together, it just doesn't seem to make sense. It's like pick one or the other. Right. No, I, I, I am fine with that news. Um, <laughs> I, and to me, that's not really much of a story. I, I think most people don't care. 
Yeah. I, but, I hate to be mean, but... But it's just interesting. You go from months of... We can't spend this. We shouldn't be spending this yeah. on a stadium. Like, this is outrageous to now. How come we're not spending 20% more on a stadium to get the lead yeah. certification? Do we have that Which here? I'm just hearing about for the first time. In this studio? Yeah. Uh, we did, but then this space heater that's been running nonstop for the last year killed it. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're taking off the list. Yeah, I'd never heard of the, the lead, the lead. L-E-E-D. Yeah, the lead. I've never heard of that. Well, yeah, we, like I said, we were uh, right on, we were doing our thing here, but sorry, Space Heater, we just junked that right away. That's where the one, that was what the one award that ran away was for? Is it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But no, on the Bills, uh, I'm wondering, because we, before the season, a month and a half ago, we did the show of, are these Bills like bigger than the 90s Bills? You know, in terms of the hype. The buzz around Western New York, are these bills bigger than the 90s bills? And, you know, we got some mixed reaction. For a large part, though, I think a lot of people said no. And, of course, that would be a lot of people who lived through the 90s bills. I technically did. But, I, you know, by the time they played in their last Super Bowl, I still wasn't even in kindergarten. So, no, I don't remember any of that. I don't really remember vague, vague memories, a couple of photographs of myself uh, from back then in, you know, full Bills yes. uh, gear with the helmet that everybody had, which now, by the way, if you want to buy, is like $50 and a at the store. Hat. They had a buffalo on the top of it? That was no, no, cool. like the, the helmet, oh, yeah, yeah. the red helmet, the Hutch nice. helmet with the jersey, the 12 jersey that everyone had. You had that helmet for like the next 20 years. Now that same helmet, like if you want to buy it in the stores, pretty expensive. Yes. I don't think it was $50 when I got it when I was three. No. But anyways, I don't really remember that much. So I was relying on people who lived through it. What is bigger? All right. It's been six weeks. Have you changed your mind on that? Because, I, again, I was of the mind that I think I, – I, I said I didn't know. I want to say this is bigger. Like there's just – everybody is into it, but I couldn't say for sure. Now, after six weeks into the season, I want to say, even though I didn't live through the Super Bowl years and the 90s Bills and the heyday and what the buzz was around town then, I want to say this is bigger because I can't imagine it being any bigger than it is right now in terms of the buzz around town, what's going on. Every store you walk into is red, white, and blue. And I mean every store, Joe. Josh Allen jumping over Hurdle Avenue. They changed a street sign. Yes. A name of one of the streets. And you know what the city's doing about it? Nothing, because it's awesome. (laughs) It's not, you know, uh, changing anything great. Leave it up there, because it's great and we all love it. I can't imagine it being any bigger back in the early 90s. By the way, the first picture I saw I saw that I thought was a photo edit, I didn't know it was real mm-hmm. until I saw numerous people take that picture from different angles. And then I realized, oh, that's really there. It's not just uh, the Bills putting a Photoshop over uh, Hurdle and then a sticker over Hurdle. Unbelievable. Uh, just incredible. The amount of, you know, when I say, Joe, red, white, and blue everywhere. That everyone wants to get their hands on a Bills something. Yes. Um, I'm not just talking about like the Buffalo stores that pop up, which I don't think existed in the early 90s. As many just Buffalo-centric 
retail stores? No, those are a newer thing. Yeah. So those even aside, you know, you walk into the where you'd expect to see it, uh, the sporting goods store, different look, places, department stores where you buy clothes. You expect to see some bill stuff, and you yeah. see it there. But it's not just that. It's the grocery store. Yes. The grocery store, Joe. Numerous aisles of the grocery store. You walk in, and it's all the off-brand yes. uh, Buffalo, red, white, and blue, and Zubaz pattern, though not officially Zubaz pattern stuff. You see yes. that when you walk in. And then you take a couple steps further, and you have your first display of uh, Josh Allen cereal and coffee uh, <laughs> that you can buy with a couple other little bills things. Next to that are the Fisher-Price Bills Little People. For the kids to enjoy, and if you don't want the little people themselves, you could buy a hat with the little people on the hat. Um, then further down, you you get walking, you have more food items. You have the hot sauce, the uh, chicken uh, rub, which I used Sunday. It was pretty good. Um, the, the blue cheese. Oh, the blue cheese is so good. Uh, wing sauce, everything else. Again, the cereal, the K-Cups, and I'm probably missing a couple more things. But that's just the food items. You walk a little bit further down. This is just the grocery store, too, by the way. And in the beer aisle, that's what I was there say. is an entire – tell me, tell me, please, an example of another city in America where you walk <laughs> into their grocery store beer aisle and there's an entire shelf, shelf, not, you know, section of, like, the little beer section, not – you know, one uh, little cooler's worth, an entire supermarket aisle shelf filled with nothing except for locally made Buffalo Bills themed beers. Give me like one other team in America where that has ever happened for. Yeah, I. If if so, I I've missed it. But it is not only the 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 entrance to the grocery store, all the food items, the beer. Have you been to Wegmans Alberta lately? Joe, that's where I was last night. That's okay. what I'm looking at. And I'm not even mentioning what about the, the old beer eye. You o- turn around. <laughs> <laughs> the old beer department is all Bill stuff, including a hat shelf that is from the floor to the ceiling of Bill's hats. You have your normal stuff that you'd expect hats and t shirts that you can buy. But also, if you wanted a Bill's nightlight, you can get it. Glasses to pour your <laughs> Buffalo Bills themed beer into. Um, that have the Bills logo and everything else on it. You got it. There's blankets because it's getting chilly outside. Bills helmet blanket, Bills logo blanket. You got it. A football to throw around. We've got it. Bags, duffel bags, backpacks, you name it. Rain slickers. You've got it. Street signs, cutting boards, knives. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. <laughs> We're going to have every household everything's item Everything's Bills except yeah. the toilet paper. That's Chiefs. Yes, and uh, you've got it all right there for you. And guess what, Joe? I'm buying all of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to see uh, a Bills item that I didn't go. Hmm, <laughs> I'd like to see that. And that's just the grocery store. Yes, I've come to expect it at the grocery store. And I was thinking about it walking through because I was like, ah, you know, when the Bills were, eh, there was a little display of tos, and you know, was anybody really buying it? Or Mario's. Know. Maybe you had like a, a, a Bill's plate. And that was it. Yeah. Now it's all that we mentioned above. That's crazy. Awesome and crazy. I was going for a run throughout, uh, you know, the Tonawandas, as I do, yesterday. 
and I ran, I cut along uh, Main Street uh, down to Webster. I, I don't usually run down the street, uh, past all the businesses there, you know, past the Riviera, past the new coffee shop, and I passed what I believe, I think it's new, was a vape shop. Okay. And in the window with a tag on it, so you know it was for sale, was a Stefan Diggs jersey. <laughs> so when you have even the vape and tobacco shops <laughs> selling Bill's stuff because we can't get enough of it, tell me how it gets bigger than that. No, And it's not only every store you go to, Brian. You go on social media. And any kind of advertisement that pops up for, you know, hey, my you know shirts that I made or whatever, it's all Buffalo Bill stuff. It's all Buffalo football stuff uh, being sold online in the stores. There's big displays throughout the mall. I don't remember the, the hype being this big. I mean, Brian, it's gotten so big where at the Michael Buble concert, someone threw a Josh Allen jersey at him to sign. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've got people wearing Bill stuff all day, every day, right? Not just on game day, not just the Friday before game days. I went out to dinner last night. People are all you know dressed up in Bill stuff on a Tuesday. I mean, it, it's not only the hype. It, it's hype is kind of underselling what we are seeing in Western New York. And I'll tell you, I love every minute about it, Brian, because 10 years ago, there were there were games that I couldn't give tickets away to i went yeah. by myself to certain games and now i mean the hype it's i'm going to use this word it's a beautiful thing and it kind of sucks that it's a bye week so well, even in the bye week it's going i mean even in the bye week on a tuesday when there's no game for another little bit less than two weeks there are people going to the corner of hurdle and wellington because there is now Josh Allen jumping over the street sign, right. which name has been changed. It's awesome stuff like that. The murals of the players. I, I mean, it's having uh, – maybe this – people felt the same way about Jim Kelly, but it's having you know the most exciting player in the league right here in Buffalo. Has it changed your mind about if these Bills – are bigger than the 90s bills. You've six weeks into the season. We talked about it before it began. Now six weeks later, are these bills bigger than what happened in the 90s? 803-0930 to join us on WBEN. And we're talking about the bills on a Wednesday, right? On a Wednesday of a bye week. But let's also look at the national outlets. Yesterday, went to the gym in the morning because I was here in the afternoon. Every time I looked up at ESPN, they were talking about the bills. Uh, Adam Shine's show yesterday, I believe the first hour of the show was about Josh Allen. I mean, the hype is, as I said, real in Buffalo, but it's nationwide. It's all over the place. Everyone's talking about the Buffalo Bills. How have you shown it? Are, are you the people out there going crazy, um, buying everything in sight? It's for sale, so people must be buying it. It's on every shelf, so people must be buying it. I mentioned the beers. I yeah. Uh, you look in my uh, cooler right now, <laughs> over 50% of the beer has a Bill's logo on it or is somewhat Bill's themed. And th- th- not an exaggeration. <laughs> I-, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy like that. But, I mean, what it's everything. It's the little trinkets. Are you uh, cracking out the old stuff from the 90s still? Um, do you not need to do that anymore? Because I've seen more. I, I can't remember a period of time where the jerseys of current Bills players, you know, the last two years really has been this. It's a good point. Outnumber 
the jerseys of former Bills players. Yes. Um, you know, you see way more Josh Allen, even Dawson Knox, Von Miller, new this year. I see way more of those jerseys than I do of Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, even, you know, the Doug Fluties and, and things like that, which never used to happen in the past. No, I'm, I'm seeing more 2021 AFC East champion shirts uh, than, you know, for decades, Brian, people were wearing their 90s. AFC champions, Super Bowl, not champions, but Super Bowl shirts. I'm seeing less 90s Bill stuff because, you know, all the new stuff's out there now. Back-to-back division champion shirts. Uh, you're seeing more and more of that stuff, which, hey, don't get me wrong. I love when people break out the old 90s stuff. I, I love seeing the old 90s stuff at a game. But we're living in a time where 10 years from now, people might be wearing their, you know, Stefan Diggs jerseys and their <laughs> AFC East uh, division champion jerseys uh, or shirts. So I, I think it's it's a, it's a great time. And again, I can't compare it because, like you, I don't really remember the early '90s. But this seems, and maybe it's with the addition of social media as well. I know you've always got to throw that in there. Um, but it, it just seems like this hype is unmatched. I mean, than anything that I can remember, and that includes. The Sabres President Trophy year. I mean, this seems like the hype for this completely outweighs that. 8030930, we'll go to our text board where people have been uh, chiming in. Someone's saying, these bills are only bigger if they make it to the Super Bowl. I, I want to make a distinction here. Uh, we're not really talking about the team. We're yeah. talking about the buzz and the feeling in the community and how often it comes up in conversation, how often you're thinking about it, how often you're seeing bills on somebody on a street corner, on top of a street sign, in somebody's front lawn, anything like that. A Halloween display that's Bills-themed, was that going on in the early? I, I don't know. you, you got to tell me. I'm not talking about the team itself. I understand it. They need to make it to a Super Bowl to show that I they're agree. as successful. But the buzz around town, I feel like it's there. Someone else saying you got to multiply it for four years. That's another thing I don't really know about the 90s. You only hear people. What was the buzz like year one in the Super Bowl compared to year four? Frustration in year four? But, but like, I, I don't know. Was it, like, continued on? Did it carry on? By year four, does it die down a little? I sometimes wonder about that. Like, I'm thinking about further down the season when you get to, like, some of these later games and the team is really good and we're, you know, we're beating everybody here, Joe. Like, are people going to be as excited for these big wins? Like that Pittsburgh win, if that happens six weeks from now, yeah. are people just going to be like, oh, you know, that was nice. It, Another drop in the bucket. It's interesting. I was actually more excited about the Pittsburgh win the week after it when I saw what Pittsburgh did. Yeah, the but, but like, I, does it die down a little bit? Like, I, I, I don't know. I think now, obviously, Sunday, huge win. Everyone's talking about it. Not just everyone in Buffalo, everyone nationwide. But you, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. There's kind of that feeling of, well, we got to get to the playoffs. We got to do this in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I are we to that point now where these big wins? Yeah, they they're great. I mean, I you know, I, I loved what I saw on Sunday. But are they like okay, that's great, but we got to do it in January? You know what I mean? It, yeah. Is that feeling already here for some people? It's not here for me, let me tell you. I, I know. <laughs> Sunday had a playoff feel to me, yeah. and uh, I believe the rest of the season will as well. I was jumping up and down, too. Uh, before the break, we'll go to Jim. Jim, all right, Jim, what do you think? Six weeks in, are, are these bills bigger than the 90s bills? Um, I, I can't say they are, guys. Um, I think both um, 
Um, both runs are special. Um, what I'd like to say, though, is um, you really can't compare the two because they're totally different. That was the first time that we did it. And if you were at that 51-3 to game uh, where we finally made it to the uh, Super Bowl, there was nothing like it. Um, and this is a guy that, you know, went to the first game, the preseason game against the Washington Redskins. But before I go, I, I um, don't watch this or listen to the show as much as I should. I, but I'm assuming you guys are probably in your early to mid-30s. I got, got it. it. You got it. So, um, and I heard one of you say that um, – you don't remember any of the Super Bowls. I think you were five when um, you were at the – or they, they went to the fourth one. But imagine what it was like witnessing your parents go crazy <laughs> about a football team. Yeah. Um, and maybe, just maybe, you know, your uh, influence was why you're sports broadcasters. I – you know, Jim, I, I think that might have to do a little bit why we're a fan. And I do want to say this one thing before we go uh, to the break. Uh, 803-0930 to join us. But you mentioned that was like the first time. If you are our age, if you're under 35, this is the first time. Yes. For all intents and purposes, if you didn't live through it happening, this is the first time for you. BMAS and Beamer, we'll be right back on WBEM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. That's right. Uh, we are back here on WBEN. I love just some of the comments we get in. 803-0930 to join us. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. 803-0930. You can give us a call. Send us a text on our Volkswagen Motor Park text board. We're talking, we talked about it before the season. And we're revisiting now six weeks in. I, which are the bigger bills? The 90s bills or have the bills reached a level locally that they're bigger than the 90s bills ever were? And what do we mean by that? We're not talking about 
the team on the field, really. You know, there's a lot of comments that come out. They can't be bigger until they reach the Super Bowl. Then the that to me almost doesn't matter. Uh, hype and buzz around the city, uh, people talking about the Bills, Bills displays in front yards, people wearing Bills stuff all week long. Just uh, this constant feeling and energy that's around Western New York. Was it this way in the '90s? I don't know for sure. I can't say for sure. I was, you know, age zero through four, you know, for these Bills Super Bowl runs. I was born in 1990. I don't know, you know, how exact that was, but I cannot really fathom it being at a level higher than what it is right now to the point where you have people putting Josh Allen jumping over street signs in the city of Buffalo, changing the street sign. And the city's like, yeah, everyone loves us so much, we're just going to let it fly. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> ticket, no anything. Hey, come on down, take a picture of it. It's it's uh, going to be there. Now, I try and put a Beam as and Beamer sign over, you know, slap it over hurdle. You get a uh, phone call right away. Right? I mean, can you believe that? <laughs> we try to name this uh, Beam as and Beamer Parkway. Yeah. And they didn't, <laughs> didn't like, work. They didn't like us taking their uh, letters off the sign. I mean, just think of the demand, the hype, and the man, the demand. Sorry, that comes with it. I mean, Brian, we have, as you know, people that have paid back their entire season tickets with one game. Uh, so it's not just the what you're That's seeing right. in store, what people are talking about. People are paying top dollar to see the Bills against whoever. I mean, those later games that you you uh, guys talked about a few weeks ago, they're already starting now to go into the two two fifty, and we're talking about games where. It's going to be a little cold. But that's like like the Browns game is a perfect example of that. Yes. It's like it, it's in a time where it's probably not going to be great outside. I'm playing the Browns. Yeah. Like the like the Vikings maybe too. The Vikings are actually pretty good, but you know, people are paying 200 plus dollars to go see the Browns. Yeah. And the Browns tell have- me <laughs> got bigger than that in the night. <laughs> Try and tell me on our text board eight zero three zero nine thirty. Someone says you guys never comprehended because it because you were too young. Yes, that That's we've the said whole point. that. That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> we, we understand. But. It, it- I hate to be this guy, and I know someone's going to point it out and say, Joe, that's not a fair uh, comparison, and maybe it's not. But I'm sure if the stadium had five to 10,000 extra seats, um, we'd still be, they'd still be selling out games. Mm-hmm. I remember a very famous game that didn't sell out in Western New York yeah. in the 90s run. I mean, th- think about that. The comeback game was not a sellout. Yeah. I, uh, now, the stadium was bigger. The Browns, to be fair, are sell, but you know, not by that much. No, I know. The Browns are selling out in bad weather, and people are paying two hundred dollars to see. Like that's that's the level of the bills. And I do have to say, on our text board this morning, uh, it looks a little bit different than when I was asking this question before the season. Yes, a lot of people saying uh, sixty nine. One person texting in sixty nine years old, young. He says, uh, "Sorry." I will confirm the Bills are bigger and better. I love both teams, but these players have a great class about them. I think yeah. that plays into it, too. I think that does have a lot to do with it. Everyone's pretty likable. Yeah, and it's a community team. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, I would say every player, but every name player you can think of is someone that does something for the community, with the community. They're seen around the community. I mean, Josh Allen giving that ball after the game in Kansas City. I mean, they're not just great football players. They all seem to be good people, too. And that goes far in Western New York. We like to celebrate good, decent people. 
And I think that goes a, fa- a long way for this hype as well. Um, I, I think uh, a lot of this does have to do with the long laps in between really good teams. Yeah, there are a few years there. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, almost a third. You, you could talk about the you know 17-year playoff drought, but really it's like a 30-year drought almost of you know a true contending. Competitive teams. Football team, 25 yeah. years, let's call it, uh, in between that. And that is what, you know, really, I think, fuels what's going on, where if you are under 35 years old, you don't remember these teams. I mean, for all intents and purposes, like, I, I say this, you know the team's history, but, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I've never seen the Bills in the Super Bowl. You know, as far as I'm concerned, no. they haven't played in the Super Bowl. No. I, I can watch the tapes. I can hear about it, see, you know, all that stuff. But you can, again, I've said it a million times before, I, I got really sick and tired of hearing about people talk about the 90s. Like, I was ready to do my own thing. Like, can I get a team? Yeah. Instead of just hearing, oh. back in the day, it was great. Uh, like That, I think, plays into the hype where you have everybody who was a fan back then, you're still a fan, and it's great, but... To the people who are, again, I think it's 35 years and younger, if you can't remember the four Super Bowls and you live through all those bad years of football, it's just unbelievable to have this team. Not that I don't love hearing stories about you know the, the early 90s and, and the Bills of the early 90s, but when you're at the last game of a season, the Bills ended 6-10 to in a tailgate, are people just talking about the 90s Bills? Yeah, it does get it does get annoying after a while. It gets quite frustrating. And to now be, uh, not to see this team where they are now. And yeah, Brian, the only, the only Super Bowls I've watched, my dad has all four on, uh, on VHS. So, you know, I, I got the VCR at the apartment. Maybe I'll watch one. But that's that's my experience of Super Bowl games, watching the old VHSs where some people may have pressed the record button accidentally. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, ups, <laughs> a lot of cut-ins of other things. You mentioned this, Joe, before the break. Uh, somebody texted in, the ability to create signs, uh, social media didn't exist. Now, I'll push back on the ability to create signs. People have been creating signs for, you know, the cavemen yeah. made signs, yeah. <laughs> you know, on stone. It, like you, people were making signs and cool things in the '90s. I have them. Uh, my dad was making bills tails to, to wave around. Yeah. I've got one of them. Like people were making cool things like that in the '90s. Um, that existed, but social media—they're they're saying didn't exist. The cable shows aren't what they are today. Person texting the hype around the '90s was all love and sharing through the grapevine. And I, what do you think about that? And somebody else texted in, the Bills' presence on social media adds an additional element that you couldn't imagine 30 years ago. I obviously, I, think, I, I do want to say something about the signs. I mean, uh, show, uh, fan of the show, Bills Elvis, uh, has had his guitar uh, before uh, social media. He's had his guitar for 30 years. So signs have been around for a while. Um, social media, definitely. Like I said, I mean, you go on now and you have all these advertisements on uh, on social media. And look at all the, the websites that specialize in letting people sell their own stuff, their own merchandise. I mean, what are they selling? Obviously, they're selling... Um, with no Bills logo, but Buffalo football, you know, all this stuff about Bills football. I mean, you have people that have entire shops around selling Bills red, white, and blue, earrings, shirts, shoes, socks. I mean, they're making entire stores about it. And just go on Facebook, scroll up and down. 
like every third advertisement is for those products, either in the Facebook marketplace or on, uh, what's the website I'm thinking of, Brian? Etsy, I think is the website I'm thinking of, where people have put their entire shop and it's all around Buffalo football. There's a whole separate Western New York economy built around yeah. the Bills, which is you know another thing when we were having that stadium discussion, I was quick to point out how many of these stores just wouldn't exist <laughs> if uh, the Bills didn't. No, the, Half of the people's side hustles in Western New York wouldn't exist if the Bills weren't here. But I, uh, I, I don't know. I want to push back on that a little bit. Now, it does add to – it adds to it. The social media hype, but I'm, you know, coming from. I don't watch. I I never watch ESPN. Like I, I never. You, you'll never catch me watching any of these national, you know, sports shows or whatever. I, the only time I see the, and I can't believe it. You know, before the game on Sunday, they were talking about the Bills and Chiefs on uh, CBS's morning show, like the morning news national. Oh, yeah. Like that was crazy to me. But I, I don't really watch any of that stuff. Like if you're coming at me with something you know whoever said on fox or espn or one of these big stations i'll have no idea what you're talking about i probably won't even know who the person is <laughs> just because i don't really pay attention to it the social media stuff a little bit because you have people who are really creative and it's fun to you know all the photoshops of josh allen jumping over everything like how many times have you seen that image <laughs> in the last two days if you're on social media but I do think for the most part it is still, in 2022, mostly like the community-driven thing. It's people gathering for Bill's parties, getting excited together. It's going to work if you still go to an office, getting excited together, talking about the game, wearing Bill's stuff at work when you might not have ever done that in the last 10 years or something like that. I still think the lawn signs and, you know, go Bills and passing, I think it is still mostly a community-driven. The social media stuff might add a little spice on top. It is nice to maybe hear about on ESPN, but you could not pay attention to any of that and still kind of feel how big it is. 100%. I think social media just... As you said, as to the hype, it's great to hear national commentators talk positively about the Bills and not just in reference to, well, New England needs a comeback game and they're in Buffalo this week. Uh, so that's that's nice to have nationally uh, of you know everyone hyping up the Bills. But you're right. I mean, you could completely be turned away from social media, from um, ESPN, NFL Network, and you can just see the hype. I mean, just drive down anyone's street. The flags, the Halloween decorations, as you said, Brian, the yard signs, uh, definitely all over the place. Um, and I had something else, and I completely the, forgot. Well, you mentioned the tickets and the ticket prices. And yes. That's something that I said, you know, paying $200 to see the Cleveland Browns. I'll just tell you all you need to know about how excited people are for the bills. On our text board, someone says, as years go on, the prices get higher. You can't really compare tickets now to back in the day, but you can compare the people in the building. Like the building is sold out for Bills games, yeah. which didn't happen even in playoff games back in the nineties with lower ticket prices. Right. And I would I, I don't have in front of me, I should have what an average price to one of those playoff games were, but I would say even adjusted for inflation. The money that people are spending on Bills games now wasn't three fifty. I it, it would exceed whatever that value is from the 90s. I also want to say another uh, way you can see the hype in Western New York, the Monday night game, businesses were closing. Like, 
businesses, <laughs> not just around the stadium, businesses in Amherst, hey, we're closing our doors at 7 o'clock so our employees can enjoy the game. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't tell you what the hype's like in Western New York. Absolutely. Jack, uh, you're on WBEN. What do you think? Uh, yeah, 90s for- or now? What, what's bigger? I'll, I'll tell you what. I, when I was a six-year-old kid and I was uh, lucky enough to be at the AFL championship in 1964 to watch the Bills. Um, but I was a kid. And I had season tickets in the 80s and 90s. And I think the hype, and you guys are right, I think social media really got this thing going for these Bills. And we're getting all the national attention. The 90s Bills, yeah, they were great. And the city was alive with that. Um, you know, when we had wide right, you know, we had a uh, we went downtown in front of City Hall to celebrate the Bill Super Bowl loss, which is kind of funny. But but I agree. I think uh, I think the frenzy that's going on now uh, far exceeds what happened in the 90s. I Jack, I like to hear it from people who lived through it. Thanks for the call uh, to know that it's not just like me being crazy or something. I was trying to find the comparison for us, Joe, and I landed on when the Sabres were really hot, yes. which was almost 20 years ago. It's hard to imagine. Oh, uh, come it's, on. It's like about 15 years ago, uh, 2006, 2007, when the Sabres were really hot, and you would see that. I mean, you could not. It was the hottest Christmas gift a couple of years in a row. I rem- Everyone wanted a Maxima Fennigan off jersey. Right. Or Ryan Miller. Or I feel like a Fennigan was uh, at least in my house. You could not. Vanek was also popular. Yeah, you could not find. You couldn't get it. <laughs> like they, they they ran out. Right. They didn't make enough. You'd be lucky to find a Gostad jersey. Everyone had. <laughs> yeah, everyone had. Um, Sabers. Everything yeah. everywhere was for sale. The car flags. That's what I remember about those. Like everyone had the Sabers car flag, um, which you know you see a little bit of the Bills now. I feel like that was a big thing. Now, you know, 15 or so years ago. It's not ago. as popular now. Not as popular now. It takes for away from the reason. gas, I heard. <laughs> the, the wind resistance. <laughs> um, the That is the closest, I think. You know, when you people are standing in line outside of Wilson Farms to get a coin with Tim Connolly's face on it. Like, I collected those coins. That's like the level, right, um, that, that it is today. And I know someone's saying Sabres were hot in the late 90s. Right, that's when they went to the cup final, cup. but I want to say more so the 2007-ish team. I remember the the season before that when no out of the lockout when no one expected the Sabers to do anything, and how during the playoffs it blew up. And then yeah, that President's Trophy year. Remember they switched jerseys that off season. It's funny that was a jersey you couldn't find anywhere in 2006, 2007, and now everyone's talking about how it was the worst jersey in the history of hockey. <laughs> it, but uh, that's the other thing that goes into that, Joe. Everyone hated it. It was like panned, and not social media panned. Where, like, something new comes out and everyone tweets or Facebook comments like, it's the worst thing ever. You know, like, everyone complains about everything right. on social media. That was, like, panned universally just by, like, people walking down the street. Yes. Like, the slug before social media existed became a term that we were all familiar with because we all said it to each other. <laughs> it Like, everyone hated the jersey and they bought 
every, literally every single one of them that was in the 716 area code. That's right. <laughs> like, that's how big it was. That I will wear something I think is ugly because I love this so much and I want to be a part of it. That's right. Yeah. I mean, those jerseys now, uh, people kind of laugh if you, try to, uh, if you try to wear one to a game. But, I mean, it was the most popular product, uh, oh, they'll as come you said, around. at Christmas. They'll come back around, just like everything. Oh, for sure. Just for 20 sure. years. It's a 20-year cycle. A- anything that was popular 20 years ago, coming to, the Sabres are going to wear red and black. It, all, it comes back around. to get five more years. That slug will come back around again. Didn't the Islanders bring back the uh, Fishman jerseys? They got that ugly, wavy jersey. I think that's uh, coming out today. They're, it's coming back around again. Everything is like on a cycle. 20 years. You mark your words. If something was popular in 2002, right now, you dig it out of your closet and wear it, Like some kid will be like, hey, pretty cool, dude. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little tip out there for, the, for everyone. If you were hip 20 years ago. You can always recycle that clothing. Or if you weren't, maybe it's hip now. Yeah, that's I true. wasn't too hip in 2002, but I wore a lot of Sabre stuff. Joe, you see me coming down every now I'm more and more cargo pants in my arsenal right now. That's right. It's 20 years ago. Bringing it back. That was the thing. Cargo pants should never have gone anywhere. I love about, it. What do you think about like a backwards Kangol um, like driver cap? Let's do it. Like, one of, like Samuel L. Jackson wears? Uh, wear one of those? That's coming back. A I'd- seashell necklace. Yeah, but that's those are things I never wore to begin with. But I'll bring back the cargo pants because I I, I was a huge cargo pants uh, oh, yeah. wearer. I'm, I'm you can never there. have enough pockets. I'm oh, tomorrow. Watch me. Mark my words. I'll be walking in here with some cargo pants. Hey, uh, thank you to everybody uh, for joining us. I I love the buzz. It's fun. I think we stumbled upon a great idea for later this week. All a right. special uh, Friday show. Can't wait for everybody a couple days from now. But until then. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is in full swing NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.